Are you underutilizing one of the most powerful restaurant marketing tools on the planet? What do 92 million monthly Yelp searchers see when they land on your page? Is your content accurate and attention grabbing? Are you using every conversion tool possible to set yourself apart? Yelp is here to help. Go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash profile to sign up for a one-on-one with a specialist that will review your Yelp page and share tips to help you stand out. Again, go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash profile to supercharge your Yelp page today. Welcome to Restaurant Marketing School. I'm Josh Kopel, a Michelin-rated restaurateur. Together with the team from Restaurantopia, we're unpacking the tools and tactics used by million-dollar marketing agencies to help you grow your restaurant. Join us daily to get a marketing tip you can use in your restaurant today. Today we're talking about broadcasting versus engaging on social media. You've got to stop spamming, folks. Stop spamming me. Oh, I love, love this topic. This is the bane of my existence on social media. So I want to start here talking about what is the difference between broadcasting and engaging, okay? So I actually have a good example of a very good friend of mine, a pizza restaurant operator. He learned what Instagram was about and gave him a couple tips and tricks and how to hashtag and all this stuff. And he was probably posting on Instagram 10 to 12 times a day. He just went hog wild. That's ambitious. Oh, yeah. A lot of pizza. And he ran. I was going to say, did he make any pizzas? And it got to a point. I mean, he's a good friend of mine and I wanted to unfollow his account. You know, I mean, that's how bad he got. So I had to go back and go, hey, buddy, like, hey, great job, great effort, but dial it back a notch. You know what I mean? So I think we've all had times where you get the annoyance of social media, whether it's not caring about what your aunt ate for dinner the night before or, you know, if this business is over posting, clogging up my feed, you know? So as a business owner, when you're looking at this, broadcasting has a place. So I broke it down into kind of a basic broadcasting and advanced broadcasting. So basic broadcasting would be what's your daily and weekly features? What's your specials? You're letting people know that you're there. You're letting them know what you got going on. If you got holiday hours or change in service with the pandemic, different things that happen, communicating upcoming events, sharing your menu, sharing special menus, doing all those things. Are you hiring? What are you looking for? That's kind of your basics of broadcasting and that stuff you have to have frequency with and do that. And I'll talk a little bit about more of on what platforms, what you should do, but that's the basics. Then you've got a little more advanced broadcasting. Are you showing off good, great customer reviews? Are you giving your customers a story or the history of your restaurant? Are you giving behind the scenes? We talked about previous episode. Are you pulling back the curtain and showing them what the day in the life of the chef or the GM, whatever it is? Are you showing off your employees? Are you doing two things, giving your customers insight and then also making your employees feel good and showcasing them? This is one that we've talked about in the past on Restaurantopia, but videos and photos of the food and the ambiance, you know, let the potential customer, if they've never been there, feel what it's like to eat there. They want, you know, Brian says you eat with your eyes. So like, do you have great food photography? Do you have a great ambiance photography of your restaurant? So people that haven't been there, they look and they go, man, this place looks cool. It looks busy. It looks romantic. It looks whatever you're trying to achieve. And if you don't have great food photography, listen, invest in that kind of stuff. Well, what's tough about that is the public element to it, because I've played victim to that so many times where I would put out this dish and then someone would take a picture with the flash on and it's half eaten and they would post it to social media and I can't control that. It's frustrating. And that's a hard one to get over. But you have to control the narrative. So when you come across that photo and they tag you and say, oh God, I, I love, I hope you enjoyed it. It's like, here's my photo. Like, you know, yeah. so, you know, push it back onto them, <laughs> but give them something back and Bad food photography is just out there. People understand it. All the sites that have food photography, you'll see good and bad photos. 
but you can control your own narrative. You can hire a photographer. There is someone with the new iPhone is amazing when it comes to photography. You can really get a really good food photography for next to nothing, if not nothing. We're talking about one thing here, guys, value. That's it. So when you post to social media, you need to ask yourself one question and one question only, which is, does this add value? Will somebody's day be made better? Will their lives be improved by posting this? That's why like, I'm a huge advocate of cocktail demos and food demos. And this is how we prep out the roof for our gumbo. And this is behind the scenes of us prepping for an event. This is what goes into it. Because people like to see how the sausage is made. Literally and figuratively. I, I, lo- I love that expression, by but the way. But it's super true. People are invested in you. Like People follow you on social media because they want to see you. And so I'm a huge advocate for really highly produced material. And that's really easy for even the busiest restaurant owner and operator to put out there. But I think what's really going to compel people to choose you over someone else, what's going to turn eyeballs into butts in seats, is going to be creating value through sharing. This is how we make your favorite cocktail. Because they're not going to make it at home. Because they can make all of your food at home. They can make all of your drinks at home. They're coming to you for the experience. Yeah, and that segues great into my next point is how are you engaging? So you've got the broadcasting aspect, but how are you engaging? Because I feel it's really one of the most underutilized aspects of marketing and social media that restaurants, they don't do it. So are you going in? Well, are you, yeah, are you sending direct messages to your loyal customers? Yeah. Are you thanking them? Are you offering them something? Are you asking them to refer you? I think a great thing that you can do is a ton of places where you can do video or voice messages and send those to your loyal customers and people and even prospective customers to hear your voice speaking to them rather than, hey, uh, wind down Wednesday. You know what I mean? So are you reaching out and doing that? And I I would challenge like if you're a restaurant operator, if you could create one video or voice message to send to a customer, one a day, do it for 30 days and see what happens. I'm telling you, you're going to create loyalty because nobody's doing it. So yeah, so break that down. You have their phone number, you have their social media probably. You could get your staff or your GM to take a video and be like, "Hey Brian, how did you like the chicken piccata? We'd love to hear your thoughts. We appreciate your business and loyalty. Next time you come in, please ask for us. I'd love to shake your hand and whatever." But anyways, that personal engagement, reaching out to that customer, Why are you looking out the window trying to pull people off the street, as Dave says, when you can engage with that person and turn them into a repeat customer more than increase the frequency? I would love nothing more to see these ideas put in action because I'm infinitely curious about the effectiveness of that. I believe in it thoroughly, but I've never seen it done before. And I'm sitting here trying to wrestle in my head what would happen if an owner or an operator sent me that message. And I would think I would probably feel compelled to go to their place immediately. You would. One of the things we used to do is we would stalk. So all of our guests would follow us on social media. We would follow them. And then they would post about their birthdays that they didn't host with us. They were at another restaurant. And I would say, happy belated birthday. I'm so sorry we missed it. Direct message me the next time you come to the restaurant because we want to celebrate your birthday with you too. I love it. Is there anything more important than someone's birthday? No, absolutely not. And so in extending the invite, giving them a reason to come back, and I didn't offer anything. Now, of course, we were going to do a free dessert with a candle in it two months after their birthday. But it shows that we're watching and it shows that we care. And at the end of the day, people care about things and people that care about them. Well, listen, man, that's a root of hospitality. You're making people feel good, right? That's what it comes down to. And it's a sense of community. It's a sense of belonging. And I think that one thing that we've lost in the pandemic is that community and your friends. And I know some of my friends, my friend Kyle from Atlanta and 
Pat from Columbus, like he just called me the other day. Like I got to call him back. But like it's one of those things where you want to feel engaged with people and people feel very isolated. And I think the more you reach out and engage, it's going to come back tenfold. Yeah. The last couple of points I've got, I want to steal one from Josh, you know, talking about either feedback you're getting in the restaurant or a bad review, let's say after they leave the restaurant, do whatever it takes, engage with that person, do whatever it takes to make sure they're not talking smack about your place. And let me also say that if they're talking smack about your place and if they left a bad review, regardless of what you think about your own restaurant, that is their truth. They believe that. And I don't know why everyone opens restaurants, but I open restaurants to make people happy. I never wanted to meet anyone's expectations full on. I wanted to exceed them. So if I find myself in a place where someone is disappointed with the meal that they paid full price for to the degree that they're going to take the time to go onto an online review site and talk about that disappointing experience, I'm going to take the time to say, listen, regardless of reason, we fell short. This is not why I opened this restaurant. Come back in. I'll give you the experience that we intended for you to have. And we can go from there. And I don't care if they update the review because it's not about them. It's about me. It's about why I opened the restaurant. We spoke about this story before, but there's a really good operator in Northeast Ohio that when he gets a bad review, he doesn't send the gift card. He doesn't ask them to come back. He literally writes a check and mails it to him. So awesome. So I don't know. Like if I got, I know I've never had a bad experience there. He's never written me a check. But if that were to happen to me, I'd be like, man, that's different. You know what I mean? I'm probably giving this guy another shot because that's something that's like, no, listen, you had a bad experience. Like I'm not asking you to come back, but here, you know, I'm taking care of it. And that's a game changer because one, it's physical and it's tactile. It's different. But it's different. And and it's it's also a very slippery slope. There's enough people out there that get a notion of it. It's like a bad review, free check. But people care more about effort than they do about money. Truly. They want to know that you care. I'll give you a real example at Pro and Proper, we did a Sunday brunch. It was super popular. I had these four women come in one day and the server calls me over, which is super rare because, I mean, I touch tables all the time, but the servers are empowered to handle the situations and yeah. to do whatever it takes to make people happy. So I walk over to the table. The server had already prepped me. They didn't like anything they ordered. They liked nothing. So I turned to them and I said, what do you normally eat? What do you like? I pulled all of those plates off and ordered them an entire round of food based on what I thought they would like based on their preferences. They hated all of that shit too. And so I was like, well, let's try dessert. They don't like dessert either. They literally liked nothing that I put in. And they were super nice. Was this like they ate it all and didn't like it? No, this was like they took a bite and they were like, this food is disgusting. This is a Michelin rated concept, but not for them. But they were there for an hour and a half. I mean, I was working this table because I, I want them to love it. Net result, they didn't pay for anything and they didn't like any of the food they ate. But they said, maybe brunch isn't what we're into here. They came back, all four of them, for dinner later that week and enjoyed everything they ate. Can you imagine going to a restaurant, hating everything you ate, and then returning to that restaurant again? But the effort you put into that is is never, I shouldn't say never because you did it, but that's not something that's achieved. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a great story. Again, it wasn't about the food. They didn't like the food, obviously, but it was about the hospitality. It was about the engagement. It was no, the about effort got them back. Effort. Yeah, yeah. And, and you don't know. They could they came back 10 times. If you want to hear previous episodes or check out our other content, go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash marketing school. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave us a review. I'm Josh Kopel, and you've been listening to Restaurant Marketing School.